welcome to the Manifestment Podcast. My name is Jennifer Lay, and I am a manifestation and success coach here to help you create abundance in all areas of your life. On this show, we explore the power of the mind and spirit to create a life that is truly fulfilling. If you're interested in mindset, spirituality, law of attraction, the subconscious mind, and manifesting your desires, then this podcast is perfect for you. Wherever you're at on your journey, my intention is to provide you with strategies, tips, and tools that will help you consciously co-create a life of peace, purpose, and prosperity. This is where strategy meets spirituality personal development, elevated and refined. Thank you for tuning in and spending time with me today. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new, I'm Jennifer, the founder of Manifestment and the host of the Manifestment podcast. So happy to have all of you here. I'm very excited about this week's episode. I feel like I'm excited about every week's episode, but this episode in particular is based on and inspired by a recent conversation that I had with a girlfriend. She reached out to me and was telling me about her situation and I gave her my advice and I feel like this is something that a lot of people can relate to and I also wanted to record it because babe if you're listening I want you to know that this lives on the podcast so that if you ever need to revisit the conversation it is here for you. So this episode is all about not knowing what you want to do, not knowing what you should do, feeling a lack of clarity and just feeling confused, feeling conflicted. And sometimes it might feel like you're being pulled in two different directions. One part of you is telling you one thing and then there's another part of you telling you another thing. And you can feel this way in any area of your life, whether it be a relationship, you feel unhappy, but you don't know whether you should stay or whether you should go. It could be in your career. Maybe you're not happy in your job, but you feel afraid to leave. You don't know if it's the right choice to leave. Now, before we start, and jump into the episode. It is Sunday, it is Father's Day, and I am sitting here in front of a donut shop. I'm in my car because I wanna surprise Billy with some of these donuts that are very popular. They usually sell out, so I came really early to beat the line. Uh, And so yeah, I'm just chilling in the parking lot. People are probably like, wow, this woman is very early. Uh, But yeah, I'm sitting here recording this episode for you guys, and it's really good timing actually because as I was driving here, I was reflecting on the conversation with my friend, and I was like, you know what? Let me record that as an episode because, again, I think that it can help a lot of people out there because indecision, lack of clarity is something that we all experience at some point. Okay, so actually one more thing before we jump into the episode, a little pre-show. It is a little bit unrelated, but it is related to manifesting and co-creating with the universe. So the other week, Billy and I had dinner with a couple of our friends. We checked out this sushi place and it was just like a cute little double date. I can't remember what they asked me, but I shared with them how growing up, I really loved music. I really loved dancing, singing. It was my favorite pastime. I remember every day I would go into my mom's room. And if you listen to one of my previous episodes, you know that I didn't have a bedroom growing up. And so I would always go into my mom's room. She had this big vanity mirror and I would perform in front of the mirror, like sing, dance and all that. It was definitely a passion of mine. I wouldn't say that I am great. I am a better dancer than I am singer, but I do feel like if I had invested the time and energy to cultivate those skills, I probably could have been a lot better. 
But anyway, I was sharing this with them. And it's interesting because this conversation came at a time where I started thinking more about getting back into dancing, starting to sing again, because I just genuinely enjoy it. And I think this is really important because a lot of times we feel like whatever we're passionate about, we have to make a living from it. And that's far from the truth. You can do something because it just makes you happy, because it brings you peace, because it allows you to get into a state of flow, because it is just something that you enjoy. You can do it purely for the enjoyment and for nothing else. And so I want to get back into dancing again. I want to take singing lessons at some point, again, for no other reason than it makes me feel youthful and happy and just puts me in the zone. But anyway, my friends asked me if I can go back in time, would I pursue music instead? And I told them that I don't regret anything. I don't regret the path that I went on. I don't regret the decisions I made because all of those decisions led me to where I am today. And so for me to say that I would go back and do something different, well, my life would look very different. If I had pursued music, I probably wouldn't have met Billy. And if I didn't meet Billy, I wouldn't have Ethan. And I just wouldn't be where I am today, doing what I am doing today. And then just outside of that, I personally don't believe in living with regret. Because living with regret is a poor use of our energy because we're putting our focus on our energy on something that we cannot change. Yes, we can learn from our past, but if we're constantly living in the past, wondering the what ifs, it's really taking away from the present moment and taking away from our future. And so I don't regret the decisions I made, but if I had to choose a different path, that different path would be music because it is something that I enjoy and I could see myself back then investing my time and my energy into, like I said, cultivating those skills more and seeing where it could take me. So yeah, that was a conversation. And literally on the car ride home, I get a text message from a childhood friend and she invites me to her wedding and she asked me to sing at her wedding, literally talking about singing, performing. And I get this message inviting me to sing. And as a projector in human design, I was just thinking, wow, this is an invitation, literally an invitation. So the moral of the story is that our words are so powerful. Whatever it is that we put out into the universe, what we speak literally casts a spell over our lives. And that is why it is called spelling. So use your words to create your life. And at the same time, be careful what you put out there because the universe is listening and you are always, always co-creating your reality. So that was a little pre-show. Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode all about indecision, lack of clarity, not knowing what you want to do, not knowing what you should do. Here is the advice that I gave to my friend that I want to give to you. And again, this can be applied to relationships, career, any area of your life. And throughout this episode, I will try to remember to incorporate my own personal stories and my experiences when it comes to relationships, marriage, just other situations where I didn't know what to do where I felt conflicted. I don't have notes in front of me as I usually do. I usually have some bullet points to kind of keep me on track. And so this episode might not be as organized as the other episodes. Just bear with me. Uh, But yeah, let's jump into it. Not that you guys even noticed on the podcast, but Billy called. And so we just had a chat. He thinks that I'm with my mom right now um, because I'm trying to surprise him with these donuts. Uh, But anyway, I am back. And I want to get into the conversation that I had with my friend. So she was telling me about her situation. And I basically told her that when you're in a situation where you're unhappy, 
where you're dissatisfied, you have two options really. At the end of the day, you can either change your actions or you change your perspective. In other words, you change what you're doing or you change how you're looking at the situation. And the example that I shared with her is a very simplistic example, but it really goes to show how this applies to anything in your life, the big things, the small things. And so the example was around doing the dishes. I used to feel so annoyed from having to do the dishes all the time. And as a mom, as a family of three, there are just, there's always dishes. And I just got to a point where I said, you know what? I don't want to feel this way anymore. It's a waste of energy to feel this sort of burden every day. And so in that situation, I could either start using the dishwasher, which would be changing my actions, right? Or I could change the way that I was looking at the situation. And so I knew that I didn't want to use a dishwasher. Maybe I will change my mind in the future, but growing up with my dishwasher as my drying rack, it was I don't know. We use it sometimes, but to, to use it every day, to use it consistently, it's just, that just doesn't feel like something I want to do. And so I said, okay, well, if I'm not going to change my habit, well, then am I willing to hire someone to come wash the dishes? And, you know, maybe in the future we'll hire a cleaner, but that's just not something as of right now that I feel is necessary. And so if I'm not going to change my actions around this thing, then how can I change my perspective? And so the first thing was a pile of dishes means that we ate at home, which is a lot healthier. And that is something to be proud of. That's something to be happy about. And so now when I see the dishes, I make it a habit now to remind myself that that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. That's a sign. That's an indicator that we are eating at home. Great. The next thing was instead of seeing it as a burden, instead of seeing it as a chore, I saw it as an opportunity to slow down, to relax. Washing the dishes can actually be quite meditative if we allow it to be. If we have the intention for it to be something relaxing, it definitely can be that. And so now instead of dreading it, it's actually something I look forward to. Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast while I'm doing the dishes. Other times I'll just zone out and I'll just view it as time for me to get into that meditative state and just chill out and relax. And so that simple shift in perspective completely changed the way that I feel about doing the dishes. And again, I do the dishes every day. And so no longer do I feel frustrated, but again, I actually look forward to it. And so in your situation, whatever it is, it could be something simple as doing the dishes. It could be something big. You want to ask yourself, how can I change my actions or how can I change my perspective? And so for her in her situation, it would be, can we sign up for counseling? Can we Pick one day of the week where we have a meeting, literally a meeting. We have meetings at work. We can have meetings for our family, for our relationship too. It doesn't have to be weird. It actually can be very helpful to have dedicated time to just sit down and talk about what's going on. How are you feeling? Let's do a check-in. And in her case, they, they did try counseling. They did try therapy. It's something that they've been working through, that they've through for many, many years. And so, of course, the other action, the other option for her is to leave the relationship. Of course, I told her it is not my place to tell her what to do. Only she knows her situation and she knows what's best. 
But I did tell her and reiterate that you either change what you're doing or you change your perspective. Only she will know the right answer. So to share with you guys my experience, when Billy and I were married, there was something that we were struggling with for many, many years. And I got to a point where it was harder for me to stay than for me to leave. And the thing is, when we got our divorce, I still had love for him. I still cared for him. It had nothing to do with infidelity, cheating, or anything like that. It was just something that we went through that really took a toll on me over the years. And even though we talked about it, and even though we tried to work through it, nothing really helped. And so I made the decision to leave. A lot of people ask me, do you regret it? Do you wish that you could have tried a little bit harder? Do you feel like you've exhausted all of your options? And the truth is, knowing what I knew back then, the information that I had, the knowledge that I had, I made the right decision for myself. And so no one can tell you what is right for you. You just have to be able to tune in to your intuition. It can help to talk to other people so that you can hear your own voice. They can serve as a sounding board, but ultimately you know what's best for you. And so for me over the years, trying different things, also trying to shift my perspective, ultimately led me to say, this is not the right relationship for me anymore. And I wanted to share that with you guys because again, at the end of the day, if you're unhappy, what can you do differently? Or how can you view it differently? Definitely start there. And then at some point during the conversation, I asked her to close her eyes and just take a moment to imagine, visualize the kind of relationship that she wants. The ideal relationship where she feels loved and cared for. A relationship where both people are growing together, have respect for each other, and is supportive and all of those things. And so I was helping her to see this vision in her mind. And one of the things that she said was, is it even possible? Is this even possible? And that was a very important moment during our conversation because it helped reveal a limiting belief that she had about love and relationships. A belief that the ideal relationship, a happy, fulfilling, loving relationship is not possible. And that's the thing that so many of us have limiting beliefs, whether it be about money, love, life in general, and we're not even consciously aware of it until we have a conversation with someone, until someone can help point it out, until there's a moment that reveals to us, oh, wait a minute, why do I think that? Why do I not think that's possible? And then from there, we we're able to dig a little bit deeper to understand why she doesn't truly believe that it's possible to have that kind of relationship. And this is really, really important work. This is the inner work that is absolutely necessary to do in order to manifest what you want, in order to have and experience whatever it is that you want. If your underlying belief is that it's not possible, that you don't deserve it, that it's not meant for you or whatever it is, you're not going to be able to attract that, create that. There's always going to be resistance there. If you don't believe that something is possible, you're not going to take action. Or if you do take action, it's very common for people to end up self-sabotaging. And so making sure that your beliefs align with what you want, I can't emphasize enough how important that is. 
it's the work that a lot of people don't want to do, right? People would rather do the rituals, do the vision board, do the fun stuff, but uncovering limiting beliefs, doing that work to then reprogram your mind and start developing new beliefs. It's not as sexy, right? But that's really what's going to make the biggest difference. And so with that, how do you start to uncover beliefs? There are a lot of different ways, but one way is to do that visualization that I did with my friend, where you think about what it is that you want. And you just stop and you become aware of the thoughts that come up. And notice, are there any disempowering thoughts? Thoughts like, hmm, I don't know if I can do that. I don't think that's possible. I think I'm too old for that. I don't know if I deserve that. Just take note, write it down, and then reflect on it. Why do I think that? Is that actually true? Is there evidence? that that's not true. So for example, a lot of us were taught that money is bad and the more money you have, the more problems you have. And so while you may want to have more money, while you might want to attract more money, your underlying belief is that money is bad. And so your subconscious is going to make sure that you're not going to attract more money because it doesn't want more problems. And so when you visualize yourself wealthy and abundant, check in on your beliefs, check in on what's coming up for you. And so checking on your beliefs, that definitely was a big aha moment for my friend that she has a belief that doesn't align with what she wants. And after our call, we were texting and I asked her what resonated with her the most from our conversation. And she said, what resonated with me the most is that I have to believe in what I want. If I believe it, I'll receive it. And also lots of love and self-care and doing what my highest self would do. And so we'll get more into that. But my response back to her was, believe you deserve it and the universe will serve it. Plus three heart emojis. So that is definitely a key thing is making sure that whatever it is that you want, your desires, your dreams, you have beliefs that align with what you want. Now, sometimes it can be difficult to actually know what you want. I remember I posted a story on Instagram and it was a poll and there were a lot of people that voted that they just don't know what they want. Now, here's the thing. You may not know what you want, but I promise you that you know what you don't want. Right now, if you take a piece of paper and you write down all the things that are bothering you, the things that you don't like, all you have to do is take that list and write down the opposite. And so, for example, if you write down that you're frustrated because of the stress around bills and the stress around paying your mortgage and your rent and just not feeling like you have enough money to do whatever it is that you want to do to live the life that you want to live. The opposite of that is wealth and abundance. Or if you find that you're frustrated because your partner is very negative and maybe they're verbally abusive, then the opposite of that is someone who is loving and supportive and encouraging. And so if you feel like you don't know what you want, just make a list of the things that are bothering you right now and realize that there is power and polarity. There is beauty in contrast because when you go through things and it's not the best situation, it doesn't make you feel good. Really, that's just a data point. That's just information. It's telling you what you do want instead. And so start there. If you feel stuck because you just don't know what you want, 
do this quick exercise, write down all the things that's frustrating or that bothers you and just look at it through a different lens. What is this telling me? What is it that I do want then? Because here's another way to look at it is that if something bothers you, if it has the power to bother you, it means that it's important to you. If it bothers you that your job is not allowing you to make an impact, then it's important to you to have a fulfilling career, right? And so always remember that polarity is a good thing. Polarity leads to clarity. I think back to my past relationships and every single relationship helped me learn more about myself, helped me learn more about what I want in a relationship, what I want in a partner. Again, and there's beauty and contrast. And you may not think that you know what you want, but I promise that you do. All right, a few other things that we talked about during the conversation. The other piece of advice that I have from my friend around not really knowing what you want is just focus on raising your vibration. What do I mean by this? Focus on loving yourself. Focus on taking care of yourself. Focus on doing the things that make you happy. Take control of your happiness and do the things that light you up, that brings you joy. When you raise your vibration, what's meant for you will remain and what's not meant for you will fall away. And that is the beauty of it. If you don't know what you want, just focus on feeling good and the universe will take care of it for you. And this works every single time. And so don't feel pressured that you need to know what your life will look like, what your future should look like. Focus on feeling good. And when you're at that high vibrational frequency, which is really you operating as your higher self, and when you're tuned in and tapped into this energy, like I said, what's not meant for you will just naturally fall away. What stays is meant for you. What comes is meant for you. At this level, at this frequency, you are magnetic. You, you magnetize and attract what is for you. And so if you don't know what you want, focus on yourself, focus on raising your vibration, taking control of your happiness and doing the things that make you feel good. And I'm going to make a separate episode on self-love, self-care, self-worth. These are all three different things, even though I feel like sometimes people kind of group it all into one. The way I see it is that the relationship with yourself, if you can think of like a Venn diagram, but self-care is different from self-worth and self-love. But to raise your vibration is doing all these three things. It's doing the activities to care for yourself, your mind, body, and spirit. Then there's self-worth, which is remembering your worth. This ties back to the episode last week. And then self-love. This is having a deep sense of appreciation for yourself. Learning to look in the mirror and be happy with who you see striving to be better to learn and grow but at the same time just loving this person that you see in the mirror and truly loving your body for what it does for you loving your mind body and spirit again whole another episode but by doing these three things by focusing on self-care self-love self-worth this is how you raise your frequency to then attract the things that are meant for you so a couple of other things that i wanted to share with you guys i asked her to Think about the version of herself who is in that happy and fulfilling relationship, the version of herself who's living her dream life. And I wanted her to give this person a name. And we talked about this, I think it was in episode six, where it's showing up as the version of yourself who already has what you want. And it's by doing that, that you're then able to see your reality shift to match your identity. And so every day you want to ask yourself, how can I tap into that energy? 
So for me, how can I tap into Jen energy today? What would Jen do in this situation? How would Jen be feeling in this situation? You want to get into a habit of doing this. And trust me, I know how difficult it can be to want to show up as a certain person and to do certain things, especially if we're talking about relationships, right? Where if you're unhappy, if your partner is not doing X, Y, Z, but the key here is that you have to give first in order to receive. Too often we wait on the other person. We wait until they are more loving, affectionate, until they're more supportive. We wait until they do something and we tell ourselves, okay, well, I'll be this way once you change. But the key is to change yourself first. You can only control yourself. And I told her that this is a win-win. Why? This is a win-win strategy because when you begin to show up as this highest version of yourself, you will either see that it improves your relationship and then now your partner will want to reciprocate or the other scenario is that you raise your frequency and vibration that perhaps the relationship falls away, but now you make space for the relationship that is meant for you. And so it truly is a win-win situation when you focus on showing up as the best version of yourself. Don't wait for another person to do something. Don't wait for external circumstances. Just show up now. And you will see that everything around you improves or things will fall away to make space for what it is that you do deserve and what is meant for you. So show up first. Don't wait. It is within your power and control to be whoever it is that you want to be. And going back to what I said in episode six, you have to put in the wood before you get the heat. In order for you to change the output, which is the reality that you see, it is what you're experiencing in this 3D reality. In order to change it, you must change the input. And the input is up to you. You don't have to wait for anything. You can change the input today, right now, this minute, right after you listen to this episode. You can start to make that change now and that will then change your life and change your reality. Imagine that life is a movie and you get to choose which character you are. You get to choose how they dress, how they talk, how they act, what their beliefs are, their personality, everything. It is up to you. And so who do you choose to be? And all you have to do is every day show up as that person and play the part. See this as an experiment. Show up as that person and just see how it starts to change your reality. The last piece of advice that I have, if you don't know what to do, if you don't know what you want, is to tell yourself something different. Because a lot of times we get into this pattern where we keep telling ourselves, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I want, or I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. But again, our words are powerful. Our words carry vibration. Our words and our thoughts are heard by our subconscious mind. And so you want to affirm something different, something more empowering. So instead of, I don't know what I want, or I don't know what to do, instead tell yourself, I'm in the process of figuring it out. I'm in the process of figuring out what I want. I'm in the process of figuring out what I want to do. Let that be your affirmation instead. Because again, we can have negative affirmations too. What we want to do is focus on positive, empowering affirmations. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed this car conversation. Um, I would love to hear from you. Feel free to send me a DM or send me an email to hello at manifestment. I would love to know what topics are resonating, what questions or ideas you have for future episodes. Also, by the way, I have 
an announcement, an exciting announcement to make. I think I'll make it next week, but stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in today. If you found this episode helpful in any way, it would mean so much to me if you could rate and leave a review for the show so that it can reach more people and make a greater impact. It will also inspire me to continue sharing. If you'd like to connect or need additional inspiration, you can find me on the social platforms, including Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Hello Jennifer Lay. Lastly, I'd like to invite you to follow at Manifestment. Join the Manifestment community to continue creating a life you love through the blend and balance of strategy and spirituality. Until next time, always remember to dream and do. I send you so much love and I wish you abundance in all areas of your life.